All right, welcome into episode 20 of the greatest people you've never met podcast. Today it's just me. Uh, you only get me today. Uh, I just wanted to touch on some things here, and I think it's going to be a pretty special episode. Um, so uh, first off, thanks for the support. Uh, 20 episodes is incredible. Uh, when I started this, geez, I mean, obviously five months ago, if you're any good at math, um, I had no idea that it would it would come this far. And then, you know, doing research on other pods and, uh, you know, seeing how many, I mean, real, realistically don't make it to episode two. And so to be here at 20 and to know that uh, people dedicate time out of their lives to listen to me, it's an incredible feeling. Uh, I really don't know how else to explain it, but uh, thank you so much for the support. Um, hearing from people, uh, that's what keeps me going. So many people reach out, uh, random people that I haven't talked to in years. And I know I've touched on this before in other episodes, but that just, uh, that really keeps a guy going. You know, you're doing something for fun. And uh, when you find out other people are enjoying it, that's pretty incredible. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. And if you do enjoy the pod, uh, interact with us, reach out. Uh, I try to message everybody back. Um, I, I know so many people have just like sent random things, you know, and so, uh, it just means a ton. So I appreciate you. But if you do enjoy listening, let us know. Um, we want to keep doing this. Uh, it's not a thing about making money. It's just about making content and having fun and, I think we're doing that, and I think we're brightening some days, and I know a lot of people just like to laugh, and so that's what I hope we do. Uh, obviously, drinking a bush apple. Um, but if you do enjoy listening to this, please help us grow it. Uh, help us grow, and our listeners helps us get bigger guests on. Uh, helps us get into more rooms, more conversations with more people. Uh, so if you do enjoy it, share it. Send it to somebody else. Um, that is how we grow, like I said. Um, you know, I know, like, anybody will share, you know, win a free T-shirt to their Facebook. So, you know, if you like listening, just throw it up on your Facebook every once in a while. It means the world to me, and it's free to everybody. It's free for everyone to do. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. What has the pod meant to me? Uh, I've touched on this a couple times. Um, especially the last episode with Jeff Heinrich, but, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of been like being back into something. Uh, for those of you who truly know me, like I was coaching ball before I moved to Arizona and, uh, coming up on two years, I haven't been around that. And, uh, this has kind of filled that void. It's given me something to look forward to. Uh, chasing guests has been fun. Uh, obviously hearing from y'all saying, Oh, we love it so much. Or even the couple people that told me it sucks. I, you know, I appreciate that too. Cause you listen. So thank you. Um, but the positives, I mean, aside from hearing that it's been good for people to listen to, uh, just the people I've had the chance to meet and the people that I'm going to meet. Uh, <clears throat> I know we're sitting here without a guest today, uh, but that doesn't mean that we're out of guests. Um, I just felt like I've wanted to do this solo episode for so long and, uh, really thank you all. But, uh, you know, 
the guests coming up are are incredible, and there's some people that I've known for a while, and some people that I've never met, and um, I just keep shooting that shot, and I just keep asking, you know, people if they want to be on my podcast, and usually the name, um, the greatest people you've never met, kind of resonates with people. So, um, you know, I probably touch on it again later, but if there's somebody you want us to try to get on the pod, reach out to us, reach out to them, send them a message. Um, but you can email us. Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever. Um, but yeah, as I said, this is something that I've wanted to do for a while. Uh, sometimes it is hard to line up a guest for a week. You know, people have lives and um, not saying that this is something we want to do more of as a solo episode, but it's definitely something I want to get comfortable with. Uh, just talking to you all, and I, you know, I've heard feedback from people, and they said that's why they listen is is ultimately to hear me talk. Um, which it, you know, it sounds conceited, but it's hard for me to remember sometimes that it is my podcast. But you people all listen and enjoy it daily uh, or weekly, I guess. Um, so no, thank you so much. Um, just kind of a outline of where we're heading today. I just got some stuff I want to touch on in the world. Um, so I know probably most of my uh, followers grew up in Martin County, Minnesota. And, um, you know, uh, the Martin County Fair just happened. So um, I had a lot of memories. and I saw a lot of Snapchats from people from back home. And uh, I just, you know, it brought back a, a lot of memories. And that time uh, is it, such a special time to people back home. I think especially when you're growing up around the fair, you know, it's kind of like the last hoorah of summer. Uh, sports has started. uh you're getting really close to school uh, coming up, but it's, you know, it's kind of like the last get together before everything gets rolling. And it's a special time. And like I said, memory started rolling back. And um, I think back to like being with like Justin Heinrich and Jack Schmidt, and we would be out at the fair just fucking with carnies. And that was probably like seventh, eighth grade. And that was just so much fun. And I hope that that's something that uh, people still do. I know there's a lot of things that, are like less socially acceptable in 2022 than they were in 2005, 2006. But we had so much fun fucking with carnies. Um, we would, they would always try to hire us to help set up. They would tell us the biggest lies of all time. It was, it was just always a blast. And uh, I mean, they're carnies. So, like I said, I mean, I, I know there's probably stories, but uh, that was always probably my favorite thing in the fair is getting to just mess with them and um, have fun with my friends and be little heathens. Uh, <clears throat> also, a lot of jerseys were wore at the Martin County Fair this year. Uh, since we've asked people to send us or send me pictures of those people, uh, wearing jerseys in public, it's been a blast. And I, I screenshot them all, and someday we're going to put a montage together of where everybody's at. And it's been hilarious to see. Uh, I know Tom Brady and Mac Jones were at the Martin County Fair. So I hope some people got some shit signed because that is incredible. Um, big games happening uh, probably at the at the park, as they call it, the big concert venue at the Martin County Fair. Um, also, I know right now, as I'm recording this, is the Minnesota State Fair. I've never been in my life. Uh, 
I know from today, there's people freaking out about it. They love it. Um, I, it just seems like a lot of people and a lot of overpriced shitty food, and that's probably a terrible take. And maybe someday I'll have to venture my way back to go to the Mar- uh, Minnesota State Fair, but it's just never been on my priority list. I do know Jeff Heinrich has tickets to Pitbull this weekend, so if you, I don't know if he's got extras, but uh, send him messages. He might be trying to sell them. Uh, it's just at Jeff Heinrich or at Jeff Heinrich Seven on Instagram, but get a hold of him on Facebook Messenger. Um, he'd love to get rid of those. So. Uh, Bush Light, uh, you know, I guess we're going to call it the official, unofficial sponsor of the pod. Uh, I should probably be saving these messages from people, but especially when it comes to the Bush Light Apple, there's been an abundance of people that have reached out and said, I only drank the Bush Apple because of you. And I mean, that's a point of pride for me. Uh, really, I think, you know, I think we should have a check coming or a pallet of it. I know, shout out Colin Munoz. Like, every time I post a reel about me drinking Bush Light, he adds them and says, send him a pallet. So maybe if you like the pod, if you like Bush Light, you take the pod, the reels, you share them, and you say, send him a pallet. Hashtag send him a pallet. Let's see what happens. And if we get a pallet, we're going to have to have a big party and drink a lot of Bush Apple. Um, but let's see what happens. I mean, they got a cave, right? They got a cave. Also, I apologize uh, for making this your favorite beer because apparently it's the last one ever. Uh, it's been out for a couple years, three, four maybe at most. And they're canceling it. I don't know why. I think it's a marketing ploy. I think... I mean, sales are at all-time high for sure. You see it everywhere. <clears throat> Everybody's talking about it. Um, but, I mean, I'm sorry if if you fell in love with this beer, and this is the last summer it's going to be around. <clears throat> sorry, I got some semen in my throat. Um, but, yeah, I, like I said, I apologize. Um, something that we talked about on this pod a couple times are uh, youth sports and especially youth sports parents and coaches. Uh, I'm not going to name him, but a close friend of mine sent a little group of ours uh, a video of a dad walking onto the field, yelling at kids, yelling at coaches, and then turning to the other sideline and yelling. And I think the video said that it was a U10 football game. So these kids are 10 years old. They literally don't even know how their peckers work yet. And people are pissed about the outcomes of these games. Now, I get being competitive and wanting to win. Trust me, as a former coach and and an athlete, athlete, uh, there's nothing I love more than winning. But uh, when your kid comes home and tells you that he hates you, Dad, and he doesn't want to play football no more, that's because you're an asshole. And so, um, I guess if we do one thing on this pod, other than making everybody love Bushlight Apple, I truly want it to be to end that stigma because there's nothing more than I hate right now. And, uh, I think it's frustrating because the game of football has brought so much to my life, uh, friendships, uh, especially friendships, but lessons and, 
Uh, I think we're also in a protected community where, you know, we didn't get to play tackle football until we were in the seventh grade, and then we played each other. And uh, it worked. I mean, the the formula was there, and it worked, and we were successful. Um, so I don't think that you your kids need to be playing um, – be playing tackle football in the third grade if, if you think that's going to make them better. Um, I know in my senior class, I think we had like a total of 10 or 11 dudes go play college football at some some level for some point of time. So um, if that's what you want your kid to do, if you want them to succeed, uh, you don't have to start tackling when you're th- in the third grade. But uh, I do, I do want to somehow kind of force an end to this. And uh, I think by doing that, I need your videos. So if you see some asshole at a youth sporting event from now till the end of the time, be sure to save it, send it to me, and I'm going to plaster it on our socials. I don't have a ton of followings, um, but it's enough to make an impact. And I think if we make more people aware of how fucking stupid they look, then, then they will, uh, then they'll quit. They'll quit that shit. Uh, you know, I could I could share some stories um, from when I was coaching, and I think parents get a little out of control. And I'll share one because uh, I don't care. But uh, it was three—I want to say three or four years ago from right now—we uh, had a kid on a junior high team hit a teacher at the school, and the teacher fell to the ground. Ambulance came. It was a big to do. Obviously, it was you know it was like a. Uh, seventh grader or eighth grader hitting an older woman and she fell and uh so he got suspended from school for a little bit and you know as a head football coach i said okay we're done you're done here you know you're not gonna play this year um if you want to come back out next year we'll have some stuff together and you can try to earn your way back it, it, and it, you know, it's a privileged thing to be able to play those sports. You know, if your grades aren't good enough, you don't get a play. If you get caught drinking, you don't get a play. So I just took an executive decision before it went to, excuse me, before it went to a school board or anything like that. And I just said, uh, you're done. And uh, it was homecoming week because I was then at a coordination one night. And the dad called me, and he was chewing my ass for not letting his kid play anymore after he hit a teacher. And so we got into it, and I'm very sarcastic, smart-ass human. And so I, on the phone, standing near another coach of mine and an athletic director, so they all heard the conversation, he told me he was going to take me in front of the school board because I wasn't going to let his kid play football anymore. And I said, okay, sounds good. And he's like, you don't care? And I said, let's say it out loud so you can see how dumb this sounds. Your kid hit a teacher. I said he can't play anymore. And you want to try to get me in trouble. I don't think the school board would have sided with that guy. Obviously, it never got there. There's a lot of empty threats. But if that's how parents are at home, and that's an okay thing, and they think that their kids should be, you know, no consequences, keep playing sports, what do you think they're like when they're watching those kids? Um, I never had any problems with it. I was always ahead of it. Uh, Tim Kirk, um, he gave me some incredible advice, and, 
Yeah, I'm not going to share it to the world, but uh, if you're a coach and you want to know that advice to get parents off your back right away, I have a perfect one. I never had a problem the whole time I was coaching. But uh, anyways, to circle back, let's end that stigma of adults being assholes at youth sport, sporting events. Let your kids play. Let the coaches coach. Let the refs ref. Uh, especially when you're yelling at refs at like a 10U game. Those are probably high school kids that their high school coach made them sign up to go do that. And they're learning the game as well. And they're going to throw, they're going to have bad calls. But in the grand scheme of life, it literally means nothing. Nobody's ever got a job by throwing on a resume. It was the 10U all-city champion. So uh, and it certainly doesn't affect you as a parent. So calm the fuck down. It's youth sports. Let it be. Uh, as we uh, stick on youth topics here for a little bit, I'm going to stick on youth sports. I don't know if uh, anybody has been watching the Little League World Series, but it's always a fun time uh, to see the exploitation of these children. Uh, ESPN makes a good amount of money, and uh, obviously the kids ain't getting paid. No NIL deals for uh, children in the Little League World Series. But it's fun uh, to see these kids, and there's been a lot of really good coaching moments that have came of this, and you see how you know positively affecting these kids gets them to these championship levels. You don't see a lot of douchebag coaches at the Little League World Series. Um, but uh, I did see, and uh, excuse me, uh, I did see, that the kids from Davenport, Iowa, thought the fix was in. Uh, hilarious video. Uh, I'll share it to our Instagram page. Uh, but uh, it's it's hilarious. Basically, I think it was the end of like the sixth inning, um, and uh, Iowa thought they threw a strike, and the ump called it a ball. All the Iowa kids are jogging off the field. Kids taking first base and. Then the coach comes out, and all the coaches are mic'd up at the Little League World Series. And he starts, hey, okay, everybody calm down. He's very positive. Coach is being super positive. Everybody calm down. It's okay. You know, shake it. We're going to get back out there. We're going to be fine. And uh, somebody, I'm assuming I'm assuming he was the pitcher, but he's like, ESPN's rigging the game. They, they want Washington to win. ESPN's rigging the game. It was hilarious. Uh but that kid learned a valuable lesson. Uh, you can't rig sports. So you can try to throw a game. You can do all these things. But if you're that person that thinks that, you're also a moron. Uh, there's too much human error involved. You probably have never played sports. Uh, I mean, go play catch with your pals. You're probably going to overthrow them a couple times. So uh, probably underthrow them, let's be real. Uh, so you can't do it, all right? There's no fix in the NFL. The best teams win. There's no fix in the Little League World Series. These kids are just, they're probably Iowa Hawkeye fans. Their dads probably went to Iowa, so they're not smart. It happens. Uh, but speaking of baseball, did uh, anybody see the Yankees fan taking a hot dog and making it a straw and using it as beer? Uh I'm a big hot dog fan. I think I've made that clear on this podcast a couple times. But that is a serial killer move. He took a straw, stuck it through the hot dog, created a straw with the hot dog. Now, we've had discussions on this. If you're drinking a Bloody Mary in a Midwest bar and you want to make a beef stick straw, 
I think that's socially acceptable. But for this Yankees fan to be a absolute freak and be, take a hot dog, and not only take a hot dog and make it a straw, but take a straw through the hot dog and then make it a straw, and then to be just drinking a beer with a straw is a odd it's an odd thing to me. Uh, I mean, I've learned that there, it takes all kinds of kinds since I've moved from Martin County, and uh, there's some different people out there, but also don't drink your beer with a straw. That's just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't like that. So the whole thing was a no for me. Um, but, you know, uh, everybody's different. Uh, and there is something... I'm sure this will get people riled up. Somebody might get pissed off, but it's my show, and I want to know. Uh, are they actually putting litter boxes in schools for kids who think they're, they're cats? Because I, I keep hearing this, and uh, if you're in a community and that's a thing, or maybe you can find me a news article and send it to me, um, I just feel like this has to be satire. That I just don't think that that I I know that I talked about it with Bart, but... I just don't think that can be real. Uh, I I know that, uh, you know, inclusion is a plus right now, and it always should be. But there has to be some, some kind of, like, lines. And uh, cats don't get to go to school. So uh, I think, you know, if that's true, I hope that they're going all in and they're making the kids eat kitty food, too. You know, uh, Malmix for lunch for that guy or gal or they, um, whatever, uh, meow, you know. Um, so I just need confirmation because it's, it's obviously something that's been bothering me because if that's where we're at in 2022, I'm going to fill you in. We're fucked uh, big time. That, that should not be a thing. Um, even on Halloween. I, I, I think that we can all come together and say, hey, that's a, that's a strong no. You're a, you're a human. So um, no matter how you feel about yourself any other way, um, I think we got we to gotta stop. We got to stop that if that's true. So please send me confirmation of that if that's true. And if I don't hear, see anything, I'm just going to assume it's not true. Uh, and that's what I'm hoping for, to be honest. Uh, yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, this is just kind of a, a thing that kind of surprises me sometimes. And it's just basically how important people think they are. And, um, I think it's a, it's a bad characteristic in a lot of people, but I got an Apple news alert this week that Chelsea Clinton deleted Kanye West from all of her playlists because she supports Kim Kardashian. I don't know who in the world gave a fuck about that at all. I don't know who cared. And I don't know why Apple News felt the, I mean, at least to push it out on my phone. I'm sure more people got it. But that's just mind-blowing to me. Like, how does that even become a story? I mean, like, that's a thing that you do in private. I don't think I've ever like taken a song and put it on a playlist and then tweeted like, Hey, I just put this song on my playlist. I've certainly never been like, Nope, I'm not feeling this one anymore and deleted it and then felt the need to post it. 
so I just I just need to know if you cared. If that if that intrigued you at all. Um because I don't and I don't think a lot of people do and for that to make the news I think there's a lot of other pressing things in the world going on. So I don't know who felt the need to report that Chelsea Clinton deleted Kanye from her playlist. Uh, if that did come to you, uh, it'd be like me and go through your settings and shut the Apple news off because now I don't care about the news. Um, TikTok sounds, I was going to play them for you, but I realized how annoying that could be. Um, but like probably most of you, it's corn is probably just stuck in your head and shout out the Midwest. Um, we got a Midwest anthem now, and I think thousand percent should probably play on like the fifth of July or the third of July and drink a bush light for the farmers. It's corn, um, but I wanted to play that in case you hadn't heard it. Um, but if you haven't heard that, you probably live under a rock, also. So um, it'll probably make its way to Instagram Reels in like twenty twenty four as well. Um, but it's a it's a catchy catchy little little doobop. And uh, I hope it gets stuck in your head as much as it is in mine because I can't let it go. I cannot get rid of it. Excuse me. Transitioning to a regular bush light if you're following along at home. Maybe that's something we can do. I mean, not if you're driving, but uh, if you like to sit down and listen to a podcast, like I said, not while you're driving... Maybe you have a bush light with me. Uh, so crack your second one. If not, finish the first. Put us on pause. Crack the second one. Um, also, depending on when you listen. If you listen in the morning, probably not a good idea either. But it's probably not a good idea at all now that I say it out loud. Um, something that probably turned a couple people off right now. It's football season. Uh, at the as the time I'm recording this, uh, we're just like, three days away um, from college football being back, and that's exciting. Uh, obviously, my favorite time of the year, um, it's, I don't know, there's just something about the game I could watch all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday, and I've always been like that, and uh, I'm just excited for it. Um, I miss the game terribly, being around it. Had a memory this morning. Uh, pop up on my phone from a couple years ago, coaching the boys back at uh, Gak T, coaching the Jags, and uh, said the caption of the picture was on a Friday night. You know where to find me because there's nowhere else I'd rather be. That's still uh, completely true. I miss it like crazy. I think you know work wise, and with this, I'm I'm finally in a position where hopefully next year I can work my way back into that, at least in a volunteer position, and that's what I needed to find. Um, but I do have a really unique opportunity to stay a part of the game. I'm very thankful for that. Um, and if you're listening to this and you gave me that opportunity, you know who you are, and I appreciate you so much. And I'll we'll just kind of leave it there, but I know it's something that people bring up to me a lot, and uh, I'm extremely excited for that. And uh, it's just going to be good to keep my brain in the game. And, uh, yeah, so I'm excited to kind of be back around it in some fashion. Um yeah, it's exciting. So <clears throat> because I have this podcast and because I love football, I just wanted to make a couple predictions just so I could have them here for the world. Uh, today is the, excuse me, burpee tonight with the bush lights. Uh, 
Today is the 25th of August at the time of this recording. If you hear this on Tuesday morning, it's not the 25th. Okay, don't panic. It's past that date. I'm going to do you a solid. Pull up the old calendar on the iPhone and help you out. Yeah, this is coming out on the 30th. So if you're listening right now, it's at least the 30th of August. So don't panic. At the time of this recording, it's just shy of 6.30 p.m. Thursday, August 25th. The Minnesota Golden Gophers will win the Big Ten West. I'm going to die on that mountain. I think it's wide open. Um, It's probably the last year of Big Ten, Pac-12, Rose Bowl. Um, It's happening. I don't think they're going to win in Indy. Uh, Just a realist, but uh, seeing Pasadena on New Year's Day. That's exciting. Um, So book your tickets now. Also, if you listen to this, in two days, the Gophers are kicking off their season against New Mexico State. The Aggies, Jerry Kill coming back to town. Big, big deal. I think the Gophers are like 37.5 point favorites. Okay, if you want a little insider trading here, take New Mexico State plus the points, but the Gophers to win. Happens every year. Every time they're big spread like that, they just don't cover. And 38, 37.5 points is a lot of points. I mean, I believe in the Gophers. I just told you they're going to be Big Ten West champs, but that's a lot of points. And, uh, yeah, so if you can, New Mexico State to cover, Gophers to win. Uh, don't freak out when it's close in the fourth quarter. Just know you got money on the plus 37.5 New Mexico State. You're going to feel good. All right, going with my lock-in, the college football playoff is going to be Bama, Ohio State, USC, and Clemson. Now, I'm sure there'll be some backlash on this, but hear me out. The Pac-12 sucks, okay? And the only thing I could see messing this up is if Texas does well in the Big 12, but I don't think so. I think the Pac-12 is terrible. I don't think it's going to be good football. I think USC has a real good chance to go probably undefeated, come out of that conference. I think a lot of people are picking Utah. I don't like that. Uh, But it's just a good story. They're exiting the Big 12, or they're exiting the Pac-12, coming to the Big 10. Can't wait to see them line up against Iowa's 14 tight end formation on a snowy Saturday morning. 11 a.m. kickoff in a couple years, but this year, Lincoln Riley in town, I do think that they're they're there. I think the same thing for the ACC. I think the ACC's down. I think Clemson comes out unscathed, and I think if those two teams are undefeated, you have to put them in. That's just kind of how the committee's done it before. I don't see anything else happening. I know people are looking like Georgia to repeat. They lost literally everybody on all-world defense. It's going to be tough. Bama called last year a freaking rebuilding year. So you want some uh, futures bets, I would say those. Don't pick USC to win the national championship, though. I mean, if they play anybody real, here I have them the three seed. So they play Ohio State. Ohio State will win by 40. Uh, There's a a significant drop, but – Put him in the playoff. Put five bucks on it. What's five bucks? Just money. We'll make more. Uh, the NFL. NFL is wild. Uh, exciting times. Uh, probably people drafting fantasy football right now as they're listening. Uh, it's a good time. 
Best time of the year, fantasy football, all the fun stuff. Uh, betting on football, great times. Go win your money, you know? Um, here's your futures. The playoff teams in the NFC, so the division winners, Vikings, Bucks, 49ers, Cowboys. No dispute. Wild card teams, Packers, Rams, and then that seven seed is going to be the Panthers. Uh, I would put, I think I saw it today, it's like plus, I thought it was 3,200, but that might be high. Panthers to make the playoffs. You want to make a couple bucks? There you go. Uh, NFC South is kind of weak, and uh, yeah, do it. Do it. And also don't come at me if all these if all these bets fail. All right? I'm just it's not expert, it's just just what I think. Uh AFC, Bills, Bengals, Chargers, Colts, Wild Cards, Chiefs, Steelers. Yep, you heard it. Steelers and the Raiders. Uh people are probably like, this guy's a moron. Big Ben sucked for the last three years and the Steelers have made the playoffs. So uh I think any of those quarterbacks is an upgrade from an aging Big Ben. So that's my take. Um, listen back. Bet your money. Let me know what you think. Come at me with that. That's fun for me to debate. Um, we have some great guests that we're trying to finalize times with. And I know I've said that before, but we really do. I've been really excited about people that have said yes. Uh, we got to get creative on how to see them. Uh, there's some people that are coming here for things, and they're like, yeah, I'd love to do it. You get 30 minutes. Cool. Uh, so we gotta, we're got we going to figure that out, uh, but I'm excited. Uh, it's been so much fun to do this. I can't, I can't tell you that enough. I'm so thankful of you all for taking time to listen to this. Um, YouTube's coming. I know people like to watch. I like to watch. Uh, it's just been a crazy time right now, and uh, trying to get everything uploaded has been tough. And so, uh, but YouTube's coming. We're going to be more active on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram. We're trying to be out there. We're becoming content creators and not just a podcast. Uh, but be more interactive with the pod. Uh, so, like, at the end of every episode, I say like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, rate five stars, all that jazz. Comment on our post. Just, like, I, I will, we'll pick something. Hey, what was your favorite part of the episode? Comment on it. Tag somebody in the post. Hey, I think you'd like this. Help us grow. The more we grow, the better guests we'll be able to get, the happier y'all will be. Um, but like I said, 20 episodes is crazy. I never thought we'd get here, if I'm being completely honest. I have an incredible support staff, and I thank every single one of you. Um, it goes without saying who you are. Uh, I know there's people that listen weekly. Uh, I know there's people that have listened to them a couple times. But uh, I appreciate you all so much. Uh, it's been something I talked about for a while, and uh, you just got to jump. And I'm so glad I did. You know, kind of manifest your shit. You want to live a certain way, go after it. You want to do something, do it. Uh, there's no other way to live. So um, I just can't tell you, everyone who's listening, how appreciative of I am of you to all the guests to get us into different networks and meeting people. Um, I, I just can't thank you enough. Uh, it's it's uh, it's been a blessing. It's been it's been humbling. It's been exciting. Um, there's been ups, there's been downs, but it's been a blast. Um, send us people you'd like us to reach out to. If you have somebody that you think would be a great guest for this, I'll interview them. 
If they say yes, I'll put them on. Uh, send them a message. Send me a message. If it's somebody you know personally, say, hey, uh, this guy I know does a podcast, and he's going to reach out. And cool. Or they might say, fuck that. I don't want to be on that Fat Fucks podcast. Then that's okay, too. But if they do want to do it, just let me know. And um, even if it's somebody you don't know and you're like, hey, I think you should try to talk to Al Roker, I'll send him a message. We'll talk about the weather. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, so now, uh, something special, Sippy. We are going to play the clip of the live episode. Um, that was so much fun. I'm so thankful to Brian and Jake uh, for asking me to do that. It was a blast. Um, we really had the attention of the place, and I, I think it was co- uh, kind of riveting. And I think, you know, like I've said before, um, we had Bob the Psychic on, and that's something you either believe in or you don't. There's, or you think it's bullshit or it's not, whatever. But, but everybody has an opinion on it. And so when I said, oh, Bob's a psychic, and he's a tarot card reader, and he did a tarot card reading on me, and uh, not going to give anything away because you'll hear it right now, but. Uh, you know, I, it was fun. It was a blast. Uh, I'm excited to do more of those. Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, but without further to do, uh, let's get into Bob and Ben doing a live show. Have you ever encountered someone, either for a moment or from a distance, and wondered, what is their story? Our next podcaster sits down for conversations to explore their journeys, their hopes, their dreams, and what it is that makes them uniquely great. Please welcome Bennett Senf and the greatest people you've never met. Woo! Thank you, everyone, for being here. Uh, tonight with me is Bob the Psychic. Um, I had Bob on a couple weeks ago, and I'm a usually sarcastic person, so it was really hard for me to go through the episode without being a total jackass about it, but he pulled some stuff out, and it was there, and uh, I thought, when Brian asked me to do this, I thought this would be great. So, Bob, introduce yourself to everyone for me. Okay, so uh, my name is Bob Stahl. I am Bob the Psychic. You can Google me. I'm a uh, tarot and angel card reader, a psychic and a medium here in North Scottsdale. I practice um, at a store called Spiritually Bold at the Promenade. That's at the corner of Frank Lloyd Wright and Scottsdale Road. I also do readings uh, over the phone via Zoom. I do parties, bachelorette parties, uh, psychic fairs, you name it, I'll go do it. Uh, I've got a ton of cards if you're interested. And I make people cry all the time. So if you want to really know the truth, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, it's a very interesting world. Uh, on our episode, we dove into kind of how Bob found his gifts. Uh, Bob used to work in TV and real estate. And 12 years ago, he woke up one morning and decided he was a psychic. And it's pretty incredible. Uh, uh, not, not exactly, but close enough. Okay. It's your story. I'll let you tell it how you like but uh, no, so I'm lucky enough to have Bob back on, and uh, like I said in the episode that we recorded in studio, he had uh, just, uh, I guess, some readings of me. He was picking some things up and, and hearing some things. Thank you so much to Captain Diet, if anybody wants to buy the next one. Uh, so Bob's going to do a tarot card reading on myself tonight here in front of everyone, so... 
shuffle them good, Bob. This is the first one. No, I swear. No, I've never had one. He told me some sweet stuff was going to happen soon, and then I didn't win the Mega Millions, so that was a little bit of a letdown. But all right, so as you do this, Bob, uh, please tell everyone what the tarot cards are, what they mean, and you use a special deck too, if I remember right. So the deck I use is called the Rider Weight deck. That's the original. It's a, di- a divination deck. I think that's how you pronounce that. Um, and there's various suits and all sorts of meanings. But let me give you uh, what I got for you. All um, right. You need to have this hand free in order to do it. Which hand? Okay, so the first card for you is the Two of Wands. So wands are about passion and excitement. The two is about partnering. So this is about the journey. Oh, also, I read card. Oh, I forgot to say this. I read with my eyes closed, and I draw cards from all over the deck because my favorite thing is opening my eyes and seeing the look of bleh on people's faces. So that's how I all right, Okay, thank you. I'll talk more into it. So anyways, I read with my eyes closed. I draw cards from all over the deck. Because my favorite thing is seeing the look of wow on people's faces when I tell them stuff. So the first one for you is the two of wands. Wands are about passion and excitement and career. This is about the changes you're going through in the next about six to eight months about changing your career and what's coming up next. You haven't really decided what it's going to be, but in this card, this character is partnering with the wands. That's why it's a two. And he's holding the world card, holding the world in his hand. So the world means it can be anything that you want. Anything that you want it to be, because right now you've been doing a lot of searching as to what the most important thing is for you, what the most thing that brings you the most um, happiness. That's what the Eight of Cups are. Cups are about our emotions. In the Eight of Cups, there's a picture of a character going into the mountains, and he's going into the mountains to look for the thing that's missing in his life. Like things are happy, but he knows there's something missing, so he's going to look for it. For you, when you're doing that search, the next one is the Eight of Pentacles. Pentacles are about abundance, money, career, car, you know, new house, new car, new money. The eight is all about being meticulous. So what this is saying is that as you're doing this search and you're into the mountains, like looking for what's new, you're very meticulous about what it is you want. So it's not going to be something that just kind of floats along or just comes to you off the top of your head. It's going to be something you've already thought of because you're very bubbly and warm and friendly and outgoing. That's what the page of cups is. So cups, again, are about emotions. The page, he thinks he's hilarious and he's very vivacious and uh, he has this fish in his cup because that's part of the jokes he kind of tells. So that's definitely you. The next one around you, the eight of wands, this is also going on around you. This is about good news moving forward, a lot of good luck around you. It also could be about a lot of travel. So if you have travel plans, mm, I want to say August. You have travel plans in August, September? Not yet, dude. Well, they're coming. I had a 50-50 on that. Okay, anyways, but uh, this is about travel all around you, but however this all works, the last card is stability. So through all these changes that are coming, you're working on creating new stability in your life and a new direction that's going to bring you like more comfort. So you don't have to allow, what I'm hearing in my head, you don't have to allow... um, Wait for outsiders to be there to help you create abundance. You're going to be um, working more from yourself or counting more on yourself to do that. That's what this journey is about because you're meticulously looking for the thing that brings you the most joy as you're moving forward. And this is coming in the next, like, six or eight months. Any of that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I always look for stability. And, and uh, you know, when I had you on before... 
you had talked about, you know, big things coming soon. So for it to be back to back readings of that, either you listen back to the episode or you're really good at what you do. So I'm going to go with the latter. I'm going to go with the latter too because I never remember what I tell people. But I find it really humorous that when I get people who I've seen before and I saw them a year ago, they'll go, Remember you told me a year ago, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, but okay. But look at this. So. That rebirth that you're having right now, here's the sun card. This is about like starting fresh with no baggage from your past. This is about releasing things that happened around you maybe in 2000, I want to say 2017. So if 2017 sucked, this is about you releasing that and you're ready to manifest something new. That's what this three of wands is about. And you're not really sure what it's going to be yet. That's why you have the two of swords here. Two's again about partnerships. This character in the two of swords, that's confusion between your head and your heart about what's next, what's coming. But the key for you is this, the star card. This is about being like driven by the universe. So the star, she doesn't have clothes on because she doesn't have any more worries or cares about her past. She's very grounded in the direction she's going, which is why she's pouring water into the lakes and rivers and into the streams here. But all of this is coming about new ideas, the ace of swords. New ideas crowning yourself, giving yourself new directions. And I'm supposed to tell you that you're you're supposed to allow yourself to have those thoughts and dreams because you've been thinking about this stuff I want to say, my guys are saying since April and you just haven't allowed yourself to create it yet, but now is the time. This August and September this is the time for you to be creating that. How long ago did you start the podcast? April was the first one. There you go. And no, I did did not look you up. Did that sound like you much better now the second round? Yeah, I mean that's incredible and Uh, For anybody who hasn't listened to the podcast, like the whole point for me is to get into rooms that I would never get in and sit with people that I'd never be able to have a conversation with. And before Bob, I had on a, you know, paranormal investigator and like uh, just different people in different walks of life and just seeing how they get there. So one thing I want you to do, Bob, in front of everybody is kind of talk about because I think when the episode came out. Uh, a lot of people talked about how you were hearing voices, yes. right? And so, I mean, people will take that as face value or whatever, you know, take that as how they will. Yeah, like schizophrenia? No, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not that. So my gift is that I hear things about people, and I'm just very intuitive. There's really, well, I usually describe it as two kinds of gifts. So either you hear stuff or you see stuff. So those of you who are listening, if you all see colors around people or dots or like angels and spirits, that's your gift. And for other people, like, do you, hold on, I'll tell you, hold on, do you hear, you see stuff, don't you? Like colors around people, dots, spirits? Are you sure? Because I usually get that one 100% right. Do you have a daughter that does? Do you have a daughter? Does she see stuff? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You do, too. You have to allow yourself. You cut it off when you were, like, 16 or 16. What happened when you were 16? Did you get freaked out by something? You don't think about it. It'll come to you. Yeah. And your friend, the other person you do the podcast with, that's you. Hold on. Do you see her? See, I got that you hear stuff. And that you're also clairvoyant in a way that you know things are going on around you, but you kind of make a joke about it and you kid around it, but you definitely hear things. Your gift is like mine. So if it's not exactly hearing, it's kind of like feeling it, but you know it's coming from somewhere else. You're just just afraid to let it come out because of whatever happened at 16. 
think about it. Yeah, 16. You might have seen something when you were 16. Or have you, did you have an imaginary friend when you were like nine? Still do. <laughs> Still do? There you go. When you were nine, you, did you see a little... It's a little girl. Did you see a little girl in your bedroom? You probably don't remember, but think, yeah. So usually my experience is... I'm always dead on about that. I'm not trying to be egotistical. But if you figure it out, I'll give you a card and call me. Because I usually, yeah. You're welcome. But see, and that's about your daughter, for sure. That's one of the great things about Bob. We talked about it. He said when he first started doing this, he would go to Target or Walmart or Fry's and walk up to people and say, hey, I'm a medium or I'm a psychic. And then people would well, get I, freaked I, out. I, I mean... I only did it once because I used to work at a retail store, and I worked in customer service, and there was a woman there, and I heard, oh, I need to tell her this, so I did. And after whatever I said, I don't remember, but I remember the blood draining out of her face and looking at me like I was crazy, but I knew I was right, and I said, did that make sense? And she's like, yes, I doubt she ever came back to the store because she was afraid she'd run into me again. But that happens. It happens all the time. Yeah. So, no, uh, thanks, everyone, for coming out. It's been a fun event. Appreciate everyone for showing up. Uh, Bob, thanks. thank you so much for You're coming You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me. My, my website's bobthepsychic.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Greatest people you've never met. Give, give them a hand. Pretty interesting. Uh, that was a blast, like I said, before you listen. Um, but, again, thank you all. 20 episodes it's a great milestone excited to do for the next 20 and hopefully more from there um please rate five stars comment share subscribe unsubscribe subscribe again turn on the notifications share with a friend uh do all that stuff help us grow it it's been so much fun uh can't wait to do more appreciate you all have a cold bush light be good Grass only green the way you water it. Mm, grass only green.